Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's another episode of Classic. <gasps> and get your writing caps on. It's time to make some parodies, girls. And when my hands are up Ooh, like this, we are not talking, okay? We are quiet. <laughs> the, the queens team up to make spoof music videos of RuPaul's songs. And they've all got a scene green on the runway. Green screen and green on the runway. And honey, they are giving us a Pearl Story arc uh, for the ages. And Jessica Alba is thankfully there to let us know that everything smells really good at the Honest Company. It smells like cream soda. It smelled like creamed corn. It's pure. Forever. Dog. Hello. 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 And welcome back to a Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. Classic. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Ooh, I'm Willem, but I'm looking at some fine man that's coming in the back door. Oh. He's going to my building or Marco's? Ooh, please oh. come to mine. Come to mine. Come on, knock on my door. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> you can ring my bell. Ring my bell eye. Um, <laughs> ring my bell eye. Uh, Willem, wake yes. up, Willem. Wake up. You're sleepwalking through this podcast. You now, know, I know that we're over Zoom right now, but I'm going to take this glass of water and... Uh, 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 my, my my lashes, I just got them done. I can't get them wet for 10 days. That moment was completely unproduced and completely <laughs> organic, just so everyone knows. My name's Lakeisha Kiana, and I am head cheerleader, so all you best bitches better be beaver. Exactly. Oh That's how much sense God. last year's, last week's Shakespeare episode <laughs> made. Um, it was a Shakespeare clown car, and they drove it off of a cliff and uh-huh. set it on fire mid-freefall. Uh, Rue called it the worst wreck in seven seasons, but Pearl didn't clear. She was asleep. Wake up, Pearl. We had iconic lines such as that. On the runway, we saw bearded beauties strut their stuff. Max ended up winning the challenge mm-hmm. after comforting Jaden during her breakdown and leading her team to a win with uh, Ginger Good, Ginger the good Ginger Mingefo. Uh, Mel B. Goody Minge. (laughs) Yeah. Mel B hated Kennedy's beautiful gown, and Rue told the whole lineup she didn't want to hear any goddamn excuses. And then Jasmine packed her bags before she lip synced. So I think that uh, ship had sailed, and Kennedy won the lip sync battle and got to stay another week. So goodbye, Josh. Goodbye, Josh. And we will see you. We'll see you around Los Angeles because she works. Honey, I'll see her on her live. You gotta you gotta Uh have a snack with her and roll a blunt with her. I love that. Exactly. Uh first of all, whore. Um Penny's bra. (laughs) Penny's bitch. Uh we get a mirror message from Jasmine that says, Best of luck, ladies. Love Jay Masters. That's her author name. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, She writes novels, Jay Masters. Fame said some nasty things. She said, Jasmine was just a bad seed in the bunch. No one wants to pop the corn and feed the children. Let me pop this bunion and have the children feasting for days. Are you kidding me? Who thinks of this shit? That's disgusting. (laughs) Like, you can can tell Fame ain't been in a drag dressing room because some of the things that make sense to us don't make sense to you if you ain't been in a drag dressing room for, you know, the good part of your life. Kennedy has. So there's phrases that make sense that don't make sense otherwise. Like, yeah, you know, Miss Fame is also really funny. She's great. And, and she loves to, like, carry on and, like, go on a bit. And clearly she's in the interview chair and 
And, you know, the interviewer was chuckling and laughing and getting her to keep going. That's mm-hmm. what I think was going on with this because she was really taking it. Maybe, maybe corns and bunions do have like some antioxidant, like, you know, amniotic fluid properties where they might be good for feeding people. <laughs> it's like in, stem in, cells. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you did you see of mice and men at the end where they feed each other through the breast? You get to feed each other through the bunion? Uh, honey. You didn't, I'll, I, I didn't take college lit, but I heard. Gr- grilled bunions. Mmm. Yeah. Grill- <laughs> Caramelized bunions. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. That's disgusting. Um, Pearl <laughs> says that she has fun when she's in drag, which is something I do every every time I'm like a little tired. I'm like, guess what? You get to color for the next hour. It's on your face, but you get That's to do true. it. So That's I always true. find a way to have fun with it. And Pearl says she has fun when she's in drag, too. It's just that she has bedroom eyes. You know, she's yeah. got hooded eyes. She wears a lot of liner. And yeah, and I like I like her alluring bedroom eyes. Um, but Ginger Minge, who is taking on the role of the perfect narrator of this season, mm-hmm. she's like, Pearl needs to wake up because if she doesn't, she's going to go home. She's really good at being, she can put the whole sentence in a very succinct, like, phrase and get the story moving. Yeah, very soundbite. Sound by yeah. Sally. Uh, the video message well, the next day Sally. says, Hey, ladies, to become America's hey next ladies, drag superstar. You ladies. Uh, <laughs> to become America's next drag superstar, you need to rock out with your schlock out. Because, honey, no queen is unspookable. Take it from me. Mm-hmm. I am RuPaul, the elusive chanteuse. Oh, what could it mean? It means they'll be only shot from their left-hand sides. Uh, honey, that's fine. Um, I love that. Um, for this week's your best Maxine, side is when you left. <laughs> Ma- Maxine challenge: the queens will be making music video parodies in three teams. They will be writing lyrics, recording vocals, and shooting their own honey or die music videos and they'll be parody- parodying one of rupaul's all-time favorite artists RuPaul. me oh. i love when rupaul just says me me <laughs> um so this, funny so good i'm i'm seeing a lot of similarities between season seven and my career your life honestly this is I'm- your life will and bella i this is your life First, there was the airline thing. I did a literal gay airline movie with RuPaul. Um, okay. Then there's the bearded challenge. I had a beard. Okay. Then there's the parody challenge. I mean, the two most successful parodies out of any drag. The two most successful drag race music videos, the most views, are both mine. And the, out of the top five. And not even drag race, just drag parody songs uh probably yeah but i don't want to go so far as to make an assumption that i can't back up because you know i like to be fact light you you do i guess we're trying something new trying something new i guess we're always trying new things but this this thing this challenge is so useful for drag queens and i guess they're not ripping it off on me it's just that i'm a typical drag queen and i do all these things i don't know but um this parody i've been waiting for it to happen like, this is something drag queens do. We make funny songs. Yes, it's the reason I started drag. Like, I saw Lady Bunny when I was, like, 10 or 11, and I was like, oh, I could do that. You know? Right. This is so. one of the most classic. It, it's been around forever. Taking a cla- taking a very popular song. And bastardizing and it. Ruining it by changing the words to being about, you know, the three Ps. Um, piss, poop, and penis yeah done that's my catalog yeah that's um, the rule the the good thing about this challenge is they let the girls divide up the teams themselves so we can really see where like where everybody's feelings really lie because there's a lot of oh wait somebody grabs onto somebody and then the girl's like no 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 i'm going over here that's, that's on uk <laughs> oh it was it was <laughs> lovely hell i want to be on your team no, I'm going to go over here. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Got so the, the team shakeout is Ginger, Kasha Davis, Candy Ho, and Kennedy. The bitter uh, old lady brigade. Mm-hmm. Then you got Trixie, Katya, Fame, and Pearl. Uh-huh. And then Violet, Jaden, and Max. Yes. Are kind of the ones that are thrown together just like they coagulated together after they didn't have any strong pull towards any of the other teams it seems like because violet is not pleased and it's like great 
I've been picked last every time, so what does it matter? I don't care. There is not there is not a feather, neither ostrich or turkey to be found near her because she's plucked. She is plucked, featherless. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, have you ever tried writing a, a a song parody? No, normally I just have a nice meal and then I poop and then whatever letters are similar to the turds, <laughs> I write a line like that. I'm like, okay, we'll do, we'll do a G. That looks like a G. Um, yes, I write a little bit. I definitely write. Yeah, it's you- something that we do constantly because if we hear a song, we're like in the studio working or whatever, and we hear a song, we're like we change the words and sing it at each other. We're like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, Courtney doesn't like it. Let's move on. Ah, pass. <laughs> pass. Hard I'm pass. I'm not doing this. I'm a best-selling author now. I don't do I all mean, of it. Honey. Yeah. Take my hand. I want to touch your cock. <laughs> How about something like that? I think uh, they needed to good? do like flan with you and then just talk about <gasps> flan. That's really funny. Yeah. Like, and the caramel custard again. <laughs> Why don't we take a break and we'll be right back with more I Want to Flan Flan with you. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true. We did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drag Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. are back we get a little bit of a walkthrough with ms rupaul oh my gosh this walkthrough is precious rupaul has a healthy <laughs> serving of nooch for mishkasha davis when she says do you any of you have experience writing song parodies i and do actually I do. mama rue i turned I once did rihanna's song as suburbia suburban no, she did S. She did, she didn't do Disturbia as Suburban Lady. She did S and M. Yeah, I did both. You're wonderful. You're really wonderful. I mean, you're fucking, you're a treat. I bitch. Listen, I was in the UK the other week, high off my skirt on yeah. mushrooms, and I was in a club high off your skirt. And and they played S and M and they played the video and I'm like I'm in that and then like yes, one song forever. passed. And then the power song came on, and then we're all in that. So I'm like, I'm in this too. And Karen finally is like, she turns and she looks at the TV and she's like, What are you? You are. And I'm like, Duh. Hello. Hello. It's what we do when we live in LA. We do music videos with our friends, like Rihanna. And then, uh, <laughs> Rihanna. Urban lady. And RuPaul's like, Uh huh. So anybody else? And then Max. Tells RuPaul that she doesn't like parodies because she doesn't like any vulgar or gross out things. This is 
Okay, You're in the wrong Max, field, bitch. Well, Max was getting a little bit of, you know, derision about this. But what Max was saying was it's very obvious to go that direction. And she wanted to try something. She wanted to go a different direction. So you're calling me obvious. Uh, well, sometimes in the real world, okay, talking about cock and cum and piss and shit is going to be the way to go. But on Drag Race parodies, you can't sing about cock. You can't sing about cock. You not can't. well, anyway. Not you, not as well as you would want to, because you can't go as far as you would want. They would bleep it. RuPaul would be would clutch her pearls and be like, "Oh my god, a sexual reference! That is how dare you do that on my show?" But it's not like Ru also gives any good suggestions either. She just <laughs> serves them nooch when they try to do the get ready to clock idea. Which they end up doing. And, you know, it it's it suffices. Does it change the world? No. Right. It's and fine. We'll get, we'll get yeah, we'll get to it. Um Pearl tells RuPaul that that Tan with you was Trixie's idea. And then and trying to like pass the buck. And then RuPaul is like, I love that idea. And then Pearl's mad. Yeah, I'm not really sure what Ru was thinking with this, but I think she also knew that Trixie was not going to be the winner this season. So maybe that was a misdirect that she liked the idea. Right. To make Pearl mad. So who knows what it is. But um, Fame and Pearl are kind of butting heads in the group a little bit. Yeah, they sure are. Which is funny to me. It's just fun. (laughs) Well, Um, you're not giving any... You're not giving any... what. Don't just say it's a bad idea without offering like a suggestion. Yeah, that does happen. Um, but Violet and Max are going up at the same kind of things because Violet's rolling her eyes at everything. Everything. <laughs> and you can tell it's not the same eye roll. She just keeps giving him more stuff to use, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, I think the best way to go with a parody thing is just, you know, stroke the ego of, of the lady whose name is on the show. Because, you know. Yeah, always going to work. It's, it's it's a love a, letter to RuPaul. For it's a challenge Ginger's about group. RuPaul. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all RuPaul's music and it's RuPaul's shows. So, like, yeah, I think that I think that's a good way to go. Uh, the divas go into the recording studio set uh, with Lucian Bionne. Honey, Lucian's uh, back, baby. Lucian makes a, makes lots of tender, tender comments to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Lucian has had it with everyone. Um, what Lu- Lucian has no time for any of these girls. Um, Katya's doing a character voice. She's like, I'm going to do it as like a drunk skank. She's she's wearing that pushback wig in her head with the cigarette dangling. That's Trish. the character she's giving it to. It's Trish. Trish, yeah. Trish Boots, yeah, for yeah. sure. Trish Boots. Fame is uh, trying to find her note. And maybe this was just one take where she's like, oh, oh, oh. maybe she was trying to find a harmony. Who knows? Turn and burn and turn with you. No, with is you. That, is, that, is that better? Is that okay? <laughs> they they made her look like Boo Boo the non singing fool right. in this edit. And then later in Untucked, at one point, she's like, "So you guys really thought I did well at the challenge, right? You thought I I I was supreme. I, I sailed high. She did like, sound good. I mean, she, she has a serviceable fine. voice. Yeah, and she, she sounded, sounded great. fine. Like you're not you're gonna have some clunker notes in the studio, and if if that's what they choose to show, then they can paint the picture of you being a piece of shit as a singer. But she actually sounds pretty good. But to say an untucked. You guys thought I did good, right? <laughs> you guys thought I was strong story. in this challenge, right? She's right in her <laughs> own the camera. <laughs> she, uh, she said, this tale won't be as old as time. This tale will be new. <laughs> so, Trixie, can you sing it up the octave? No, mm. I don't have it. I don't no, have it. I don't have it in there. I'll be nominated for a Grammy this year, but I don't have it in me. <laughs> right. Um, and then Do I have the, it in me? <laughs> some of the girls are are admittedly new. They're like, I've never done this. I don't know. Right. Um, and, you know, being in a studio atmosphere can be a little off-putting, especially when all the wires aren't plugged in and it's not even a real studio. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it is seven. very... It's The pressure is on and everyone is to sitting there... To plug in the equipment. Yeah, the pressure Every- is on. Okay. Plug it in, plug it in, bitch. 
everyone is sitting there looking at you like you have your lines in front of you but like if it even if you are familiar with being in a studio, I've said it so many times, but it is very, it is hard to be in a studio and do it. It's harder to be in a studio with drag queens, especially because I know when we've recorded stuff, when when one of the group members, and I won't see who, was so irresponsible as to not be familiar with the canon of Kelly Clarkson. Oh. But when some bitch came in and did not know the the melody to Lace Front like this, the other group members just had to sit idly by and ridicule her. And what what a time suck that was. And Pearl is not a singer. And Fame is doing the same thing, given like this armchair quarterback and trying to coach. No, 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 up here, honey. Except if, if, you, if you go in from here. <laughs> yeah, all that. Um. Yeah, totally. No, completely. Um. The next group. Oh, wait. No, Violet has some tension with Lucian. Um, uh, Violet, your timing was off. Oh, well, I was, I was going, going off, off of your cue, so. so. I was going off of you, so Maybe you can get fault. it right. Maybe you should Maybe you should do better. Do I have it in me? Do I have it in me? <laughs> <laughs> Ginger and Kennedy sound uh, really good. Uh, Mrs. Kasha Davis is the love child of Ethel Merman and Paul Lind. Um, but I think she sounds, she sounds funny. Like, she sounds great. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think that Ginger and Kennedy are, like, so funny. And they're probably two of the best when when you watch it, too. You can already hear their performance in their voice, and then it yes. just lines up so well. Yes. Um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Everybody stop. Everybody, what was that? What was that line about drag you? What was that? What did you say? Really was a rough spot. Oh. Oh, wow. And if that, I was uh, if I was RuPaul, ooh. I mean, oh, a, a, to 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 call <gasps> anything a rough spot that made it past pilot presentation stage, that made it past season one, se- past season two, to three seasons, to call yeah. that a rough spot, that's a slap in the face. You know, a rough spot is something that you know got canceled. It wasn't a good show, drag you. But AJ and the Queen rough, would have been a better if, if that existed at the time. It, it's more like that. That really fits the bill as... Uh, yeah, a rough spot. Something that needed exfoliant. I mean, I like AJ and the Queen, but... On mute. But... <laughs> I liked AJ and the Queen. I thought it was campy and, and good. Other than but, the miscasting of the two leads, it was great. And thinking it was a comedy when, in fact, it was a tragedy. <laughs> but anyway, Except back in the... for <laughs> AJ and the Queen! Well, that really, really was, was a rough, rough spot. spot. <laughs> Um, back in the workroom changed room. a lot of lives in people's lives it was one of my favorite jobs I've ever done huh. Huh. Uh, Team hmm. Fame is trying to prepare for their video with some choreo and there's some oh major tension between Fame and Pearl they're just not having it it's not it's not the vibe they're not really getting a lot they're butting heads season of the two-face honey um, they they really are trying to really set this choreography. However, I will say the tanning group, they had a couple of movements that were, um, you know, that they choreographed. But I think it, from the looks of it, it looks like they got on set and they were like, why don't we try this bit? Why don't we do a little bit of something like this? Which you kind of have to be flexible and like work in the moment and see what props they have and play with them. Yeah, and that exactly. was successful to me. Yeah, I I think that choreo always changes once you get in the space and you're like, oh, okay, now we need to do this. And some of the girls seem less uh, thrilled to be doing that. But, you know, it's it's part of the rehearsal process. We get a good little talking head of Trixie letting us know all about her backstory with her and Pearl, um, that they're sisters, that they did gigs in Chicago. So they're really focusing on Pearl and Trixie this episode because... I think that I think that RuPaul knew that Trixie was not going to be in the competition for much longer at this point, and this was her setup to fail. Right. And when that didn't happen as blatantly as it should have, in RuPaul's opinion, they just gaslighted everybody. <laughs> Basically. Um, it's called producing. Sure, it is. Uh, we get on the... Oh, are we taking a break? 
You know I what I am. It. I am. And the sizzling meat with you again. <laughs> feel the heat and it feels so neat. And the sizzling <laughs> meat. meat. Um, are we taking a break? I, you had, I saw you, you put had, your fists up, Dipper. It felt like an opportunity, but I also think we could talk about what they do on the green screen, and then we can take a break. Mm-hmm. The screen well, is green, the, honey. Cue the track and the snipers. Green the screen. We got Michelle and Rue coming in. Uh, Michelle she, says cue the track and the snipers to suggest I want someone to come in and shoot these people. <laughs> She said, she said, I saw what happened with Shakespeare. I'm not expecting much. And I'm, I'm, I'm unappreciative of this job, which I've been so gracefully afforded by the gods and the gays. (laughs) Shoot me. Shoot me. Okay. That's what she's saying. I thought she was insinuating that they should shoot the contestants. Well, I mean, how can you tell the difference? She looks like one. She better watch out. Okay. Does she not look like a drag queen a lot of the time that she's on Drag Race? Is she lashed? That's, Is she titted? Is she that's haired? The point. It's drag. Yeah. Is it the point for her to look like a drag queen? It's D R A G. I don't see why that would be a bad thing Costa to participate. Doesn't look like a drag queen. Drag. I'm just saying. Um, uh, she looks like a, a Rue girl in the confessional chair. Does she? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so we walk into the workroom <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, is it time for a break now? <laughs> you just completely no, on, on the green screen. The you know what? Cue the sniper. <laughs> you guys, please remove the cyanide capsules from those lockets I Forever Dog gifted you three years ago. Oh, um, so this green screen stuff, the first team is Team Jaden, and they're supposed to parody the... Um, the the sissy that walk video with Courtney and Bianca and Adore from last season. Yeah, and they're saying that Max is really not giving the full Courtney fantasy though. And Max says something like, "Well, it's hard to make Courtney funny, you know." Oh my and God. Courtney, Courtney knows how to do Courtney. funny. Does she? Yes, I see her. When do Mary when Brad Poppins. writes it for her, yeah, hey Brad. Um, <laughs> She's very well rounded. I thought now I that she has those hip, not her hip pads. I, <laughs> those aren't round at all. Those are slabs, darling. I, Thin wafers, wafers. <laughs> I can't believe. I I don't. I guess I was kind of shocked that RuPaul was sort of laughing and really into this group because they were referencing something that happened last season. Which sometimes they like. Sometimes they're like they give nooch whenever you try to do that. But they were. I mean, they were. They were doing a serviceable job here. I think anytime you try to reference something from the show, it's given a pass before it's even declared funny or not because they're happy to have it. They love anything that. That okay. pours into the mythology of the show, which is one of the reasons they must love you. You always reference back and you always respect the show and elevate it in a way with with your challenges and your ideas. Um, yeah. This doesn't, but it's fine. It's yeah, like it's fine. Them, them, and it's heavy on the Courtney trash, too, where they're like, well, Courtney was very manic in this video. You remember <laughs> the eyes. And it's like Courtney was giving you options. She wasn't manic. She was always in control. Yeah, um, exactly. They, and, they they are not a fan of Courtney, and you can tell even in this season. Right. And this vi- this video parody was way more visual than the lyric, than lyrics heavy, because, like, get ready to clock. Like, I don't, I'm not really sure, like, what it, it wasn't that funny lyrically, but it was very interesting visually to yeah. see the girls incarnate the final three. Like, the- Jaden as Bianca as fucking priceless the visual really made it a door and violet like having like cry 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 like a door is always crying and stuff and then right um i don't know what oh courtney's was i i i i like very self-centered i thought that was funny um but yeah it was definitely it definitely re- relied on the personification of the girls and Jaden nailed right. it a door was fine max was kind of nondescript because courtney's hard to impersonate if you don't have a bang up about it australian accent Tell me about it. I had a hard time when we did Turn About Night. <laughs> oof. Oof. 
They said, they which one are you this, supposed to be? They put me in this little tiny chicken Marilyn Monroe wig. Uh, oh, Couldn't even cover a Q-tip, let alone your skull. I looked like a dog. <laughs> no, you didn't. You looked like a dingo. That's an Australian dog. I looked like a wild dingo. Um. Okay, Team Ginger... Mm-hmm. This team has got it together. I mean, they are very professional. Um, Kennedy's really funny. She's giving the ain't nobody got time for that, uh, which was like a, v- a viral character at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's praising RuPaul. You know, 95% of it is yes. RuPaul praise. So you can't go wrong with that. Right. They love Except it. Except for the rough spot. Um, mm-hmm. And then Team Trixie. Well, oh, Trixie, Trixie walked off the Where are you going? Where are you going, on. Trixie? I mean that if you do this on a if you do this on a Hollywood set, I mean you will be fired on the spot and you'll never work again. This is I mean if you walk two feet to the left uh until you're told to walk back. What about that moment when uh they were like, Do you have choreo or should we roll on the ground? You already talked about that. Yeah, that was great. Should we um, roll on the ground like rotisserie chickens? Which is a great idea, but it was made to look like she was proposing the most preposterous, horrible thing. But it was like a really great, it ended up being really great in the video. Oh, girl. Really was like they're spot. editing a reality show or something. I don't something. know, you know. Yeah. We're going to take, take a break. take a break and tan with you. Turn and burn and Dan with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next day, Katya plays tribute to Tempest by doing a crab walk into the workroom. She does. I don't know what that means. She she like just does it like as they're walking into the workroom. Katya is going like a crab. Why is that a Tempest? Because Tempest. Remember when she said had crabs? The bearded hoe and the crab lady. lip syncing. She had golden crabs on her pussy for the nude challenge. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That was my attempt at humor. Mm-hmm. Some you girls keep putting are that pen girls. up your nose, you're going to get an infection, young lady. Some girls are comedy girls, some girls are glamour girls. Prop coin. Stick, Freak. stick to what you know. Body beautiful. Freak. Comedy. Freak. Uh, the girls are doing mirror chats, and Kennedy uh, shares about her relationship with Sahara, and they met in high school, yes. and how heartbreaking it was to have a sister pass away. Yeah, definitely. And Davenport, Davenport. Uh, And there are a lot of family trees that weave in and out of Drag Race. So this was a really sweet moment. But even more Um, weave out of Davenports. Because, honey, uh, uh, those those girls have children. uh Uh-huh. Yes. Miss Cracker. Honey. The Davenport uh, family doesn't believe in birth control. No, they don't. I mean, it's, you know. They bear back and leave and seed. Um, on the main stage, Ru- stop everything. Uh, RuPaul looks so fabulous. Love this outfit so much. Is it a pant? It's giving me a Is huge a wide-legged palazzo, and I love it. I love it so much. I wish the flower and the hair, the pink, matched a little bit better. And if it had a pocket, baby, sign me up. If that had a pocket, honey. Yeah. Honey, baby. Honey, baby, sweetie infant. I'm obsessed with the hair. It the is hair's just great. this slick, soft side. I mean, it. Matthew just, just goddamn. You could tell just, this was styled upside down. Look at all the height in that, with the, and it's still movable and beautiful. Really, oh, and Mich- really stunning. Michelle looks amazing. She's in this seafoam sea goddess, honey. Yeah. This this fresh, this fresh seafoam, beautiful, yanked. Beautiful yanked, so stunning. Um, Ross Matthews is also there, looking looking great in a sort of silver brocade suit, and Lucian Pione. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's get into this runway. Oh, and they dropped the bomb and really surprised Michelle by telling her it's going to be an all green runway. Oh wait, Jessica Alba's there too. Um, it's going to be an all green. Sorry, I'm not trying to shade Jessica Alba. I just forgot. I've never worked with her. I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> oh my God. 
I was trying to go through my IMDb in my head. <laughs> Guess what? Surprise, what? it's going to be an all green runway. And Michelle, her mouth just, her jaw drops. She's dressed in seafoam head to toe, but she's completely shocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, this is, you know, there's a reason, there's a reason she didn't break into the pictures. I think it's <laughs> campy and funny. Like, oh, how dare you? My gosh, you know, I hate that color. Um, let's talk about these runways. Let's bring it to uh, the. We got Pearl slithering down the runway first, and she mm-hmm. said, "Why wear green when you can be something green?" And she's mm-hmm. like giving like this snake thing, and it's well put together. She looks great. Um, it's a, a leotard and a neck piece with some bulletproof paint. The paint is great. The pain is always just a moment on Pearl, and she looks fabulous. Um, yeah, I mean, the outfit is nothing, you know, above and beyond, but she does have a concept. She looks cool, and uh, yeah, I like yeah. it. Uh, we get Miss Fame coming out next in this Garo Sparrow couture-looking <sighs> gorgeousness. She could be from any yeah. era and it would work. It, it's given me like a little bit of 60s, 70s, giving me some 90s. It's given me some like year 3000. She just looks cool and time like timeless. Lana Turner, old Hollywood. And the green is very um, unique because it's not just, oh, I'm going to use green sequins. I'm going to use this green. But if you look at it in a certain angle of light, it's like mauve. So it's like... like- chromatic it's, it's absolutely stunning i mean miss fame is fucking burning this runway she oh. looks so good blowing kisses yeah. she's gowned kissing pumped, christmas ruru all of it trixie comes out in an outfit which nowadays i don't know if it would fly as much because it's like a chinoise print asian with the fan she's got a fortune cookie on her head a takeout box now we've all done this i i had a takeout container on my head when I did the door at a party once in a little Chinese outfit. And I thought, oh, this is gorgeous. I'm paying homage to it. But I don't know if it would fly as much now. Probably not. But she looks great. Yeah. um, She always likes to tell a story with uh, like a headpiece or something. Like it reminds me of the Glamazonian Airways jet set Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like she at this time, she was like, I'm going to put something funny on my head that dictates the story I'm trying to tell. I mean, accessories are just another way to further the docket and to show your personality. Yeah, sure. Same with nails. It's just another spot to do drag with. Exactly. So I appreciate it. But Katya doesn't see the use for all of that. And she just comes out gowned and ready to pound. Because yes. she slings out that leg and she shows it. And then she says, I'm going to walk this way. The hair is done. Yeah. I love this look on Katya. It's clean from head to toe. Uh, it's just a dark emerald green. And the leg out. And the way she delivers it, she she infuses a little bit of humor into it with that leg stomp. Very the Angelina Jolie leg moment. This could have um, fallen. She looks fucking great. Yeah, this could have fallen flat if it weren't for all the personality. Right. Um. Next up to the runway, we have Max in this... Vintage Marie Antoinette slash Bordello look. Yeah, He's wearing Raja's peignets from season three. <laughs> yes. We can see your peignets. Oh, and your chocolate cake look. Um, It's the least n- green out of everybody on the runway. Yeah. And that's and not only likes, because of... Yeah. Go ahead. She likes to kind of... She likes to, sometimes you just have to deliver what the prompt fucking says. And it says all green. And she's like, well, I'm going to do some green. And it's not going to be like green. It's going to be like almost green. It's going to be like yellow green. So she's like, it's one of those cases of over-interpreting mm. the theme what to would the your, point. What would your green be? I don't know, I, but I would wear fucking green. I would probably do toxic, like, green screen, like, the green of the wig behind you. Oh, I'd be Boogie um, Monster. Boogie Monster? <laughs> uh-huh, like boogies. Boogies are green. Yeah. 
Jaden do our fierce. She's green. She's pumping in camouflage. She's got green hair, green AB jewels, yes. green camo. She is the green girl. She is. She's the green girl. And it is green. Every every element of this has green in it. Green it's lips, green, green eyes, green on green. Right. The shoe is like a dark green stone. The hair has a, a green hue to it. So she definitely heard the assignment and she gave it and she looks cute. Mm-hmm. Just Violet comes out looking like a Zigfield girl. Her... Yes. She's in a blonde, blonde, blonde 613 lace front. Her sideburns are almost all the way covered. And she just looks so beautiful. Yes. Dripping in jewels. It's like... The feather kind of... It's showgirl. It's showing a lot of skin, which is her trademark. Um, And she looks great. If if the skin is show-worthy, show it. And she's beautiful. And it's green. It's fucking green. The yep. crystals in her fucking ass crack are green. The fucking feathers are G-R-E-E-N. Um, Yellow, red, green. Miss Candy Ho is coming out in green, and she says the concept is more just to have a uh, some green and look pretty. Mm-hmm. She's given green dress, green hair. I think we all have this wig, the blonde and the green. Me and Ganja do, definitely. Um, uh, Nick just bought this wig for Halloween because she did like a Beetlejuice kind of inspired moment. And mm-hmm. it's, yes, this um, this blonde ombre with a green tip. Candy Ho started it. Now, Gorgeous. I like the gown. Me too. I love the gown. But uh, it's Rebecca Glass cocking. It's just wearing pretty clothes on the runway. Yes, and maybe if the hair was more of an event. Like a it, Kennedy, how Kennedy wore a green gown too, but it was exactly. an event because you put your hair up in an updo. Yes, and it took us to a time and a place. Unfortunately, uh, Candy Ho just, just looks really pretty, which everybody else sort of has like an angle. Now, Mrs. Costa Davis has the nerve to sing about drag you being a rough spot, but then coming out looking like the drag you money girl. When Car- What's wrong with this? It's just Carmen and I were already established as the money girls from Drag U. We What's were the, the money girl. We were the keeper of the money boa for for Carmen. <laughs> she had she had the money prize, the boa that was like this. And for season three, I had the money prize that I was the boa girl. Don't God. act like you ain't watched Drag Drag U's. We're gonna have to do that for bonus content or something. We should. I would go back, but we we have to do it like on drugs. Oh, yeah. Where can we get any of those? I've never tried them. And we can call it drug you. Yes. And you have to, you have to be drugged to watch it and understand it. Yes. Bonus and we content. Just, we just eat like massive edibles and ooh, then, then force to watch make drag you. A mushroom risotto from Daily Harvest ooh. with magic <gasps> mushrooms. Fuck yes. Yes. Let's okay. see when you on the Patreon, kids. The Patreon plus. When are we filming it? Because I am here for it. When's your next day off? Let's do it the night before that in full drag at 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah. No, my next day off is the year 2075. I'm really looking forward to see it. See you then. I'll pencil it in. Kennedy um, Davenport. Mrs. Kasha Davis looks pretty. And she's wearing the money boa that uh, Lady Gaga wore on a private plane recently. Money, so honey. Yeah, Kennedy comes out feather beaded, crystalled, everything. I there are so many stones on this garment. This is really beautiful. It's bespoke. It's fabulous. uh, It's pageant. It's not zipped up to the top. It may not be hers. (laughs) No, but it fits. She don't fit. My wedding dress fits. Um, it's beautiful. I'm totally here for it. Just that nude lip. She knows she looks good. She does. And does Kennedy Davenport have a banana clip in her hair? She a might. green rhinestone clip up the back of her hair? Because I am always here for anything resembling that. It looks like a bracelet. You know the, those big bracelets? Yeah. It's a bracelet. It's definitely she a bracelet. Of every detail. She said, so I'm going to get you coming and I'm going to get you going. And I appreciate it. And I do those same things too, but that's on my OnlyFans. Oh, um, wow. Ginger Minge comes out pumping. She looks like a little girl on the way to her dance at Emerald City. It's very that. Le- Leprechaun Wilson. 
Tens. I like this. I think it is intentionally a little leprechaunish. The thing that takes it to a to a concept for me is the little green cuffs around the wrist and the fact that there's a collar on it. If it was just like a a nice simple green dress, I'd be like, I don't know if you could, I don't know if you could get away with that. But she's given it this sort of unusual like take on it with the cuffs and the collar, and I think she looks really cute, neat, petite, and ready to eat. The girls got flounce. Honey, she's got flounce. Yeah. Flounce for me. Flounce for me. Fla- flounce fla- for fla- me. Fla- flounce for me. Uh, uh, we're going to take a little take break. A break. And let's flounce our way into this fucking break and we'll be right back. I think it's flounce. Flounce. We've got the girls on the chop doing double duty. Okay. Chopping it up. Thank goodness. I mean, it is a chop salad over there on the chop. Latrice and Manila are not only covering Drag Race UK in depth, but they were also covering Drag Race Canada. Canada. Mm -hmm. So why don't we go chop it up with all the international franchisees with Latrice and Manila? Let's take a listen at what's going on on the chop, the chop, 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 I've been in many fights with my bra, and usually the bra wins. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, me and my bras, uh, like, well, I never, I, I keep all my bras. I have the same bra. Like, <laughs> Fully loaded ever. all the time. Like, yes. Full loaded, honey. We are good friends. Yes. Well, we I have the- some, a fabulous runway, a fabulous theme. I'm excited for this episode, so y'all better stay tuned. Oh, yes, and there is a surprise elimination-ish thing, kind of. Situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, for more recaps of season three of Drag Race UK, check out The Chop every Thursday here on the Mom Network. You know life is never fair. Throw some glitter in the air. That's from the chop. Never, never gonna laugh. Never ringing it. It's a good song. The Grammy Museum must have left out that snippet. Make them eat it and gag. Get back on that horse. 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 Get back on that horse. (laughs) Um, These video parodies are... No, tell me. Okay, let the the judges deem it's an open face shit sandwich. The the judges deem that bitches I got paid is the winner. But which one stands out in the history of drag to you? Um, tan with you. Same. Tan with you is a disaster, and we've all seen a group number that's unrehearsed, <laughs> where we've seen drag queens stepping through in the middle of it, going like. What the wait? No, uh, uh-uh, you were supposed to be over there, and they tried so to back. You, so you were on the Triple A Girls tour. Oh, uh, it's not just drag. This is a performance. <laughs> a stupid response from a stupid, stupid person. Stupid individual. <laughs> yeah. Um. Dan. Tan. Tan. Well, first of all, I've never heard this RuPaul song "Dance with You." So they were already hindered right there. Like, nobody knew this song. Everybody knows Sissy That Walk. Right. And Let the Music Play is more well-known than Dance With You. That's true. It shouldn't That's be called true. Dance With You if it's a RuPaul song. It should be called Sidestep and a Shimmy with you. Okay. Because okay. she don't dance. Everybody else does that around her. I won't dance. Don't ask That's me. me. Yeah. I don't dance. Uh, Which one do you like the best? Which team would you have wanted been on? To me, 
I think Tan With You has the most lasting, long-lasting longevity in the world of drag because it's it's weird and it's funny and it's it's bad sort of intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand why Hey Bitches I Got Paid ended up winning this challenge. It was clean. They were really the most together team. Yeah. And uh, and it was funny. It had some really funny moments. They kind of took the piss out of RuPaul a little bit. Drag Race doesn't get nuance in the sense that if you want something to be bad, they won't allow that in the in the same way that season four tried to make our infomercials even worse by wearing green things and like having it like key out and be weird on the screen. We wanted it bad like that. And they're like, no, that won't work for us. And we're like, it's our commercial. And they're like, no. And the same thing with Tan with you, it could have been even badder and thereby even funnier, but they didn't allow that with their edit. You know what I mean? It could have been so bad. It was amazing, but they didn't want to edit it that way. But I agree with you. It is iconic. And um, everyone can rewatch these Ruzik videos because they're on LogoTV.com. If you want to see what we're talking about. Go on over to LogoTV.com. There's a wealth of great tidbits over there. What would you have um, done for these song parodies? Oh, I don't. Uh, my easiest one is to see that walk, sit on that cock. They wouldn't have let you do that. Uh-huh. Now sit on that beep. And then just pussy drop. And I agree that that's funny. Yeah. I agree that that is funny. But I don't think they would have let it happen. And I'm just offering criticism, and I'm not offering a suggestion. <laughs> okay, okay, Pearl. Um, so RuPaul asked these three girls to step forward, Katya, Jaden, and Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And they're deemed the best girl from each group, I think. Mm-hmm. And the winner is declared as Kennedy Davenport, and she wins a yes, three-year God. supply of essential family products from the Honest Company. And Jessica Alba makes this... Important contribution to the show. They, they smell, smell good. Really good. Um, <laughs> they do. Um, safe dolls are ginger and Miss Fame. Um, and you know we get some judges' critiques. We've covered them a lot. Um, Michelle. Michelle is obviously doing RuPaul's bidding. She's like, "Are you a stoner girl?" And Pearl just uh-huh. gives it right back. She's like, "Honestly, I feel like I'm really being picked on right now." And I like that we are in. We are in on Pearl's thought process because she's very honest and open about it. She's yeah. um, she's one of the last true innocents to go into RuPaul's Drag Race hoping for the best and hoping RuPaul was going to be cool, like how Pearl is cool, and getting the exact opposite and getting the opposite from Michelle, too. They're all really coming at her for the benefit of their television program that they star on. You know, they're treating Pearl mm-hmm. as a one day player and they're the they're the ones that are the principals. And Pearl's there to help with their story, you know. Yeah, I don't. I'm just not seeing what the it. show is. Well, I no, it's not because I don't watch the show for RuPaul or Michelle. I watch it for the drag queens. So yes. you can say that blithely, just as you did, and fish it out of a bargain bin thought process <laughs> that you have somewhere. But that won't fly. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, what about Trixie, darling? <laughs> well, so they're saying that she's not, you know, she's not really standing out. Um, it's really wild to go back and watch this. And, and that, I mean, and to see how this episode ends up, Pearl and Trixie are, of course, put into the bottom together. They have a history together. They're sisters. And it's really shocking to see... That Trixie goes home. This gaslighting when they say she's not standing out enough and she was one of the best in her group and she came up with the concept and it was That's funny. true. But, you know, when your audition tape is so hilarious and then you're not living up to your audition tape, right. that's when they're like, okay, girl. And, and she was ri- really young. I, I just don't think it was her time. The writing was on the wall with this for sure. Um, and... Michelle is is the executioner in Max's case too this week because she says I want more green, and I want I want you to do a look without the gray hair. Careful, careful, don't do it, don't do it, Maxine. 
Um, what did you think of the lip sync? Dreaming by Blondie. I thought that Trixie killed it, honestly. And this was a this was a uh, clear choice of and this is on the podcast where RuPaul and Michelle bash Pearl where they say that, oh, I put on my producer hat and I knew that Pearl would be good and we were going to keep her. She's a cute boy, all that stuff. They saw Trixie as expendable. They dismissed her talent. They let her go in clear choice of story instead of finding America's Next Drag Superstar. You know? The the show has always been about finding a winner that suits them, not about an actual talent search. Well, and I think that there were other not not to shit on anybody else, but I I'll think do that. that there were other queens that might have possibly could Done have worse. been more in the bottom than oh, Trixie. For certain, I did not think Trixie was in the bottom at all. Trixie was serviceable in the challenge, and she. I came thought Max up was going to be in the bottom. I thought it was going to be Max, and I thought it was going to be Pearl. Right, but you know. Well, it's a TV show. It's and a TV show, and we can't be mad about it, but we can talk about it. And just because we talk about it doesn't mean we're butt hurt or bitter. I, That's me well, on season four. I'm bitter the, about that. The bitter old lady brigade, <laughs> honey. Uh, but I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of Trixie. But th- watching this lip sync, I mean, it is two very different interpretations. Trixie uh, is really acting out every single sort of line of the song and Pearl is vibing. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's just an interpretation of which, you know, which you're more in the mood for. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it suited the producers um, bidding at the time. Uh, We can't, we can't really talk about this and try to make it make sense because it doesn't. Um, but it does make for great story because people love an underdog and Trixie came back as one later and then won. Um, exactly. So good on her. Go stay at her motel. It's down the street from my house. And then... Um, did you watch Untucked? I did I did catch Untucked. Um, it was nice to see Kennedy and um, the girls that were safe just kikiing because the girls that were safe are a good group of girls that like oh, yeah. weren't there to cause trauma or drama. They were just there to do drag and to like, you know, none of their storylines depended on anybody else really. And they all had their own little journey. And it was nice to see an untucked where it wasn't like um waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know what I mean? Right. It didn't feel like that. It wasn't like season six untucked. The girls have a deep, uh, a deep conversation about padding. Now I know you'll never go on stage without pads. I um, know you would sooner eat your own hat. I'm eating than... my hair literally right now. I was, <laughs> I was chewing off a split end. Um, I do tits count as padding because those are padding. Um, sure, yes. Well, then, I mean, eat your words, bitch. Eat your words. I think that they're talking about hip pads, which. This is something that, and, and, but I mean, also tip padding is something that ebbs and flows in the, uh, in the world of drag. Some girls don't wear tits at all. Candor and ebb flows. And some girls wear hip pads and no tits. Some girls wear tits and no hip pads. Sometimes it's a regional thing. Sometimes it's a, you know, a generational drag thing. Uh, I've never tried padding myself. Uh, you know, I mean, what you see is what you got with with me. Um, but I'm doing a lot of squats. I saw you on Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I got do. Got a great shape these days. I like hiking. You know, I like mm. go to Runyon every now and then. I eat yeah. healthy. Um, and uh, so yeah, I mean, what you see is what you get. I've never really tried padding, but I know that some of the girls love it. And some of the girls in this Untucked really love it. You know, Pearl just be looking flat up and down like a piece of paper. <laughs> oh, Kennedy said that <laughs> with no pads. Funny. Yeah, yeah, that was that was um, that was a moment. There's a comment that Lucian makes about somebody. I think it's Ginger, and it was like, "What does she have to smoke to get that high?" They were talking about Kennedy's hair, I think. Oh, okay. Well, for Lucian to say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
We Can also- that be a ringtone? You're just, you're, you're okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yes, it can. <laughs> it uh, should. Another gem of this untucked is Max says, well, Courtney's just a run-of-the-mill blonde, so I thought I was doing a good job of that. He that slandered so our sister like that? It's so unfair and inaccurate to characterize Courtney Act as a run-of-the-mill blonde. She's not... She's not Slanderella? She, there is nothing run-of-the-mill about her, actually. She's an alien of extraordinary ability. Actually, I I could see her running at a mill that had that that produced wigs, a, a wig mill. She could run the shit out of a wig mill, actually. So maybe she is a run of the mill blonde, but blondes that she produces illegally blonde, Miss Venezuela blonde, Strawberry Sweetheart blonde. How dare Max run of the mill? She don't know the mills, General Mills, or no, uh, uh-uh. uh. Superior, superior alien mills. Girl. How dare they? Haley Mills? <laughs> mills Mich- and Michelle sons? Mills? <laughs> Stop. I uh, knew we could keep going. <laughs> How dare she? Stephanie. Stephanie Mills. Oh, yeah. Is this home? Um, uh, But Ginger has a couple things to say about Max. Ginger's like, you glued earrings to your nipples. You didn't do nothing special. (laughs) (laughs) When a girl just says it as she sees it. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, Ginger is great television because she goes over by the mirror and she's like, now, bless her heart. I I love Kennedy Davenport to death. And I would sooner eat my own face than say a negative word about her. But I came up with all the ideas and I wrote all the jokes. So I should have won. It's basically <laughs> the gist of what she was saying. Well, should have done better. Which I get. I think on this challenge, they didn't take into account because no one was technically designated a team leader. So they mm-hmm. didn't take into account, oh, you were the writer and you came up with the concept and kiki kika kaka. For better mm-hmm. or for worse. They didn't even consider it. Yeah, but this is a this is one of the things that's who made Rue laugh, and Kennedy made Rue laugh the most. She did, and she put her own character choice onto it that mm-hmm. really made her stand out in her group. Yeah. And her group did the best. So um it's drag race. Part of the bitter old lady brigade uh, made me like question because you're younger than all of us. You're like 34, aren't you? <laughs> I'm 37. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, how did you get lumped in with the bitter old lady brigades when you and Fame and Katya were all like the same age? Well, it, it was more of like an old school drag versus new school like mentality. Uh huh. Um, it, but it never was that serious in person and. I just remember one day we were sitting around and they came up to us and they were like, is there a name for your group? Is it like your group oh. versus their group? And we were like, mm, yep. it's not mm-hmm. really our group versus their group. Like we're all getting mm-hmm. along. We're all fine. What if we call I'm you Heather's from too? Her. <laughs> right. Roll out box five. So then we got into the confessionals and they're like going at it again. Okay, so is there like a name for your group or like oh what are you girls? Yeah. Like, I, I, I said, oh, we're just the bitter old lady brigade. <laughs> like as a joke, never thinking as any a... of this was serious, <laughs> never thinking it was going to stick. Uh, it just kind of happened. And it wasn't until the season aired that I even realized it had, was an ongoing theme. Right. Wow. In my head, it was like that day, and then it was done. The girl, the the production is strong. Um, story, let us milk this nut of all its milk. I blame it well, on the edit. Uh, <laughs> the one thing that I found really, like, I, I wasn't even upset about it. I mean, because it is what it is. And people, they either identified with us or they didn't. They loved us or they hated us. It was fine. Whatever. I just thought it was kind of disappointing because those stories had already been told, in, like particularly on season five, 
You know, right. I, I felt like that story and season three. I mean, look, there's so many where that was an ongoing theme throughout the season. I thought, well, you're taking so many chances on everything else with season seven being new and different, going a different direction. Why fall back on that? Because it seemed kind of lazy. Right. They're just trying to draw up the arms against the girls that use color spray and the girls that don't use color spray. <laughs> Really, that's a good felt forehead. <laughs> that's the line in the sand in the drag community. That's what it is. Yeah, that's right, Grace. And that's what we do. We talk about it. And thank you so much for talking about us with us on Race Chaser Classic <gasps> this week. My name thank is Willem. You. And I'm Alaska. And we'd love for you to. Re- Unless you wanted to tell them about the review process, which well, is very fastidious. Well, well, I'll tell them. You, you write the review of our podcast, you say nice things about us, and then you subscribe. And then you leave us a rating, too. A big one. I need to leave the rating on the dresser and hit the door. <laughs> you can follow the dolls at Willem, at the Only Alaska 5000. Our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. Our Mom Podcast account is at Mom Podcasts. We also have bonus content available now at patreon.com slash Willem. And you can search for the Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag Race Chaser. And Drug You will not be up until 2022. Drug You. you. Are you it's, ready for drugs? Drug you. you. It's a methadone. Oh, my God. And you can email us anytime at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just a couple of run-of-the-mill blondes. Run-of-the-mill. How, how uh, Wendy's going to call Max. I, I know it. <laughs> The people at HarperCollins will be pressed. That's what we're all run of the mill. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.